Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back to the show. In the studio with us right now, Mabel Kwan, a board member and a manager of, of the Women in Aviation International Singapore chapter, and Luann Seat, the vice president and board member of the Women in Aviation International Singapore chapter as well. Joining us today to talk about a new scholarship program to boost the country's aviation industry. Mabel, Luann, great to have you with us. This is fascinating. I didn't even know this existed yep, in Singapore. Talk to us, uh, Luann, first. Give us a little bit of an overview about Women in Aviation International in the Singapore chapter. Thank you, Glenn. Good morning, Neil. Thank you. So um, how Women in Aviation started up was actually back in August 2021. And today we are having about 180 members and also uh, more than 13 corporate members. Wow. We are increasing uh, our numbers of uh, um, magnitude of support from a lot of different companies and, uh, and institutions. We just completed a, a very good, successful Girls in Aviation Day for mm. younger children hmm. uh, to actually engage and inspire um, their you know, career path into aviation. Fantastic. And and, uh, uh, is this actually teaching young women how to be pilots, how to fly, or is it the broader ecosystem of aviation? I would say at the, uh, I mean, this target group audience is uh, 8 years old to 17, and we actually focus on giving them a lot of uh, different immersive STEM activities. Of course, flying is also very important, just that uh, we need to slowly find uh, very good partners that we actually have uh, in Singapore to work very closely on uh, the flying activities. Hmm. Yeah, Mabel, that was uh, going to be my point. You're a board member at uh, Women in Aviation International, the Singapore chapter. When you think aviation, you do instinctively think of flying. And of course, there aren't enough female pilots in the world. I mean, I can't even think of a time I've had a female pilot in in the times I've flown. But it's not just that, is it? Give us a broad overview of what areas of the industry you're looking at. Yes, uh, I think you're absolutely right, Neil. People thought about aviation, they think about pilots, they think about stewardesses, mm. but actually there's so much more than that. You know, we have HR personnel, we have marketing personnel, we have people who built the planes, we have people who sell the planes. So it's it's a very varied industry and there's so much colour within the industry. So, you know, this regardless of whatever interest you have, you know, there is one that can suit you within the industry. You know, both of you have uh, have day jobs uh, and, and are not just members of this Women in Aviation board. Uh, Mabel, you're the managing director at Alton Aviation Consultancy. And Luann, uh, you are also head of sales and growth at Flight Aware in APAC. So there are many... There are many different types of jobs in aviation, obviously, you know, other than an airplane mechanic or a pilot. Um, what, what, is that, what does that broad brushstroke look like for young ladies who didn't, don't really know much about what they can do in the industry? Uh, Luann, what, what do you say? I think for me, um, I grew up wanting to be a pilot. So because uh, my mom, she was a uh, Singapore Airlines uh, flight, I mean, a flight attendant and in Cathay for 35 years. So I always felt that whole passion to always be in aviation. But I think coming to your question, Glenn, I would say the whole 
effort for women in aviation is really to give them the awareness, to give them the ideas of like, you know, how exactly they can be, you know, not just a pilot, but they could be any roles that they actually uh, want to be. So for me, I feel like I started out as a, you know, dreaming to be a pilot, uh, really yeah. wanted to be that, you know, commercial pilot with a airline. Couldn't do it, but I still, you know, continue on and try to find, uh, you know, something fulfilling for me and that's sales. So mm. I think uh, I, I just feel so thankful because without my private pilot license in the US, I wouldn't have gotten my job in Collins. I wouldn't have gotten that job in FlightAware. So I feel mm. like it's all this kind of uh, creative uh, things that we actually must look into to focus, you know, and, and uh, you know, figure out our career paths. You but know? That, that's wonderful. I'm so passionate about this. People need to see pathways. Young people need to see pathways, whether it's aviation, writing, publishing, what I do. I mean, that in itself inspires the next generation. What about you, Mabel? How did you get into aviation? Because these journeys are important for young people to learn about. I think, you know, for myself, I wasn't like Loan. I had, didn't have a lot of exposure to aviation. I think at that point in time, you know, coming from a humble background, flying was something that was out of the world for me, you know, not imaginable. But um, uh, in school, there was, you know, recruitment from aviation companies. Very fortunately, I joined one of the best in Singapore, Singapore Airlines, and got started on my aviation journey. And I didn't actually start as a pilot nor a stewardess. I started in the planning department where I bought aircraft. So that oh, piped wow. my interest. And slowly, that built a pathway for me. But, you know, it wasn't a deliberate effort on my part. It was just the interest just grew, mm. right? Because there was so much to learn within the industry. Everything is a little bit of an ecosystem within the industry. You have designers, you have salespeople, you have finance people, many ecosystems within the aviation industry. Yeah. So I think at Women in Aviation, what we aim to do is we don't want to leave it by chance, to chance. Mm. You want to make sure that young girls you know, with an interest in aviation get the chance to experience what the industry is about, get a chance to talk to some of the members within our organization, get a chance to network with them, and also take part in our programs, mm -hmm. right? And they have a journey um, that can accompany them for the rest of their lives. Talking with Mabel Kwan, uh, who is a board member of the Women in Aviation Singapore chapter, also director at Alton Aviation Consultancy, and Luann Seat, the vice president and board member of WAISG, head of sales and growth at Flight Aware in APAC. And, you know, a friend of mine uh, who used to live in Singapore and now lives back in the States actually designs airplane interiors for private jets. Wow. Cool, right? Cool. And so you think of a, a person who's an interior designer or a designer and and having this uh, kind of relationship with the airline industry is something that you would not have thought of before. When we talk about barriers to entry for some of these young women who are trying to get into or maybe haven't even considered this field, what what does that look like? What Where are they finding the stopping points where they're not able to get into some kind of business in the aviation uh, industry. Is it an old boys network that keeps them out or is there a possibility for them to get in? I think, you know, globally, we are looking at um, less than 20% of uh, female uh, participation in the aviation companies hmm. is a form of female workforce participation. And this is much lower compared to the other industries. Yeah. If you look at the senior management level, the figures are even more stark. Less than 20% uh, are uh, females in the senior management team versus uh, above 30% in some of the other industries. Mm -hmm. So there is 
there is a barrier. I think it comes from historical um, perceptions of uh, aviation and who is fit to be an engineer, who is fit to be a pilot. But the world is changing. A lot of our corporate uh, members actually recognize that diversity and inclusion is uh, very much a part of a a talent uh, pipeline and a part of their people's strategy. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's the reason for Women in Aviation International's existence. I'm just curious to know myself and for our listeners, what's the background of this? Where did it come from and how did the Singapore chapter get set up? So what happened is um, our founder, which is also the president for Women in Aviation Singapore, she's a very good friend of ours, uh, Marie Louise Philip. So she actually was part of another organisation uh, in the US, much more elite. And uh, me and her, we were, you know, she actually had this idea to find something that had the least lowest barrier of entry and literally um, everyone you know our membership is just 49 US dollar for the whole year you know you, you can do a lot with just you spend, know spend more yeah. than that on lunch yes. someplace, right? correct yeah. so what we see is that um, when we look at each other and I also you know personally um, you know try to find certain form of networks as a female person trying to get in the aviation industry it's just so challenging because you don't even have such a ecosystem or don't even have such a network so mm. Marie-Louise's idea was really to form something like this and when she picked up the phone call she still said to me I want to do something like this and I said well I'm going to do it whatever you want to do I'll just do it mm-hmm. and since then we started and founded with 24 founding members uh, very very notable and reputable uh, leaders and then we continue to grow on that momentum and li- literally uh, earlier this month we actually are so proud to have the Minister of Transport Mr. Chi Hong Tat to really advocate and be our guest speaker for the gala dinner oh, where nice. we literally raise all the funds for a scholarship program uh, next year. That was going to be my question. What does the Singapore chapter actually do once you have these funds? Where do they go? Actually, we have uh, we aim to have touch points right on every part of a woman's journey in aviation from before she joins the industry to when she first joins to when she's a more seasoned leader. So before she joins, we have a flagship outreach program called Girls in Aviation Day that Loen was talking about just now where we well, expose and uh, inspire girls uh, from ages uh, 8 to 17 hmm. to the aviation industry. And uh, when they are in tertiary education, that's where the scholarship program comes in um, to to give them uh, the financial support, but beyond that, you know, support through our networks and programs, so that, such that they can develop even further in an industry. And when you just join as a young executive in aviation, we have a mentorship program where we link you up with mentors uh, who are senior leaders in the industry, and they can guide you through the development process as you move up, you know, the hierarchy. How, how much is the scholarship that you're giving or scholarships? We're going to start with the funds that's been raised from the gala dinner. Yeah. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that will uh, enable us uh, to provide for one year's uh, tuition mm-hmm. for one student in a tertiary education Oh, that's wonderful, good. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's bust the myths. What are some of the careers, the varied careers within the aviation industry that women could actively be a part of like you two? I think, to be honest, as long as the women or, you know, the workforce actually have anything that they want to do, you know, there is no stopping the ladies and no stopping our members. So what we also feel very proud of is that within Women in Aviation, we actually have 10% of male advocates. 
So these are the men that are uplifting the ladies and these are the men that are our mentors and these are the men that are, that are opening the doors uh, mm-hmm. for us, you know. And I would say, you know, really um, very, very proud to actually, you know, allow all these uh, future, you know, girls or women to actually be very focused on how they can lead, you know, very rewarding careers in the future. Mm-hmm. Just like, for example, in September, we have our uh, first uh, Singapore Airlines uh, Chief Financial Officer, Miss Joanne Tan, she attended and uh, graced, you know, our uh, launch, you know, very early on. And the amount of support behind the scenes, you know, that all these important, you know, uh, leaders have shown is just incredible because, you mm. know, wherever we send a email of invite or whatsoever, it's only encouragement because the main is- issue is that three, more than three years ago, when you search and Google Women Aviation Singapore, you don't have anything. <laughs> so we are literally newbies. We are literally yeah. the startups, uh, like what Mabel shared. And, you know, essentially, I think we are here to create something that will stay and that will last. We are hoping to, you know, change the minds of these young ladies and hope that, you know, more, uh, you know, ladies can actually be part of this workforce. Yeah. You're providing a runway. Yes. Oh, see what I did there? I see what I did there. How could we not have, see it? I, I, the runway. I have another one. The sky's the limit. There you go. Well, you know, it is fascinating. Obviously, we know about... Singapore Airlines and Scoot and all the big airlines, but there, there's a huge maintenance repair uh, operation here, MRO they call it, right? So you've got Pratt & Whitney, you've got Boeing, you've got uh, Airbus, you've got uh, Bombardier, Colors, yeah. you've got you know, mm. all of these massive uh, Rolls-Royce uh, aircraft, for example. Th- they are here and they're, mm. they're at Changi, they're at Solitaire, they're at Loyang. Um, and, and I mean, there's a lot of work out there. Mm. Uh, never mind the, the some of the you know the the tertiary or outside uh, related industries as well. Mm. Are the schools here? Are the educational institutions here doing enough to promote STEM as it relates to women in aviation and and all of these other elements of of the ecosystem? Mm. I think when we launched a scholarship program, we spoke to almost uh, all the tertiary institutions in Singapore to get a sense of what they are doing mm. in terms of promoting diversity and inclusion and also promoting you know, STEM education among women. And we say that um, you know, it's this, some have a very deliberate program to encourage more women uh, to join the, the STEM education and to take that leap of faith forward, right, to, um, to enter the industry. But, of course, there are some who are still feeling the ground a little bit, and that's where we want to come here and help them and partner with them and to encourage them to begin this journey um, and uh, encourage more women, uh, students, uh, to take up STEM education. That's the key, encouragement. Luan, I was going to ask you, if there are parents listening now and they have a daughter and she's you, she's you, she wants to work in aviation, she doesn't know quite what or where, but she's passionate about flying and aviation, what would you say to those parents? Where should they go? I think the first thing is actually uh, take note of my number and uh, <laughs> make sure that you call me up. Follow and like uh, the LinkedIn profile of Women Aviation International Chapter. Uh, definitely, you know, try to reach out to anyone that is connected to this network and literally, you know, immerse your, your, your daughter into such a network because at the, at the end of the day, it's all about the network. We yeah. actually have built a 
very, very robust and a huge network that actually represents the entire aviation ecosystem. We even have space, we have defence, we have a lot of support from various, not the traditional aviation or aerospace. Yeah. We have literally anything that flies, I would say. Yeah. So, not a house fly, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we, I, I heard about the crows uh, just we, now. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's basically uh, something very important where the, you know, as a young girl, you know, letting uh, the, the daughters know that these jobs are possible, um, you know, give them a give them a pilot hat. You know, give them a boy's uh, you know maintenance outfit. Give them something that's very rugged that mm. they will be like, well, I don't want that. Um, and at the start, they might not like it, but after a while, you know, we have seen uh, recently, you know, that a lot of ladies, you know, when they are figuring out what exactly to do, they realize that ah, oh, I enjoy wearing that pilot hat. Let me go and try for the Air Force. Let me try to apply, you know, for the uh, Singapore Airlines Cadet Pilot Program. So mm. it's all these things that really mattered. And, and then they have, you know, that aviation bug in them. Mm. And I can tell you, anyone in aviation, from what we have seen, everyone have that passion. And it's just amazing because, you know, when you see that kind of passion, it's so different from other industries where, you know, we really come to work enjoying what we do. So that's also what we are Awesome. Doing. Ladies, we do have to leave it there. But thank you so much. We'd love to get an update from you in maybe six months' time. Have you come back on and, and hopefully the scholarship will be going even better and, and more. If somebody wants to get in touch with you or with Women in Singapore Aviation, how do they do that? Mabel, what's the best way to get in touch with the organization? Just uh, follow us on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram as well. We have a website. And you know, feel free to reach out to, to any of us uh, through those uh, mediums. Great. Mabel Kwan and Luan C. thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate your time today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.